Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. All right, Mr. News, hit it! Next on the Ledger Report, the government response to COVID, the greatest political, greatest medical, and greatest human rights catastrophe in world history. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax as we unfold this edition of the Ledger Report. There was a time, a time before cable, when the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. We have fully vaccinated nearly 90% of Illinois. <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Stop, Tay. <laughs> Illinois, what are you doing with this guy? I mean, really, it's bad enough we got Newsom in California. You got nutcases all the way up and down the left coast in Washington State and Governor Brown in Oregon. You have a nutcase now that took over for the nutcase in New York. You have a real screwball in Michigan. Why in the wide world of sports do you install this guy as governor? I don't even care if he weighs 500 pounds. Coughing. Coughing in the middle of a COVID announcement. <laughs> I mean, this guy is unbelievable. And he's talking about the greatest numbers, the, how great Illinois is in terms of its response to COVID. You know what would be a great response to COVID, Governor? If you allow people to live their lives, if you embrace the United States Constitution, if you said, you know what, this is a virus, it's a virus that's probably going to be among us the rest of our lives, we have other viruses around us, maybe we should go out and live our lives. Maybe we should allow children to go to school unfettered without being molested by forcing them to wear a mask or forcing them to get a jab. Telling teachers to do their job instead of having the teachers tell us how to do our jobs as parents. It's unbelievable. It's a clockwork orange. Left is right and right is left, up and down, down is up. It's insanity. Yet you're living it in Illinois, the land of Lincoln. What would Lincoln say? We know what would Lincoln would say over this. He'd say impeach this guy. Yet here he is giving the latest COVID announcement. Roll tape. We have fully vaccinated nearly 90% of Illinois seniors and 75% of eligible seniors have received their booster. Stop tape. I just wonder is, um, I don't know where Lloyd Austin is from. Is he from Illinois or is he one of the 49 other states? I don't know where he's from. He's the current secretary of defense. Remember the pictures of Lloyd Austin? He's examining the troops. He goes to another country, examines their troops. He gets off the airplane and he's got this mask on, of course, and he's got a face shield. <laughs> he looks like Darth Vader. And so he's inspecting the troops with this face shield on. But come to find out, Lloyd Austin also had the jab and he's been boosted 
and he's been boosted again. So he's been triple vaxxed, right? Lloyd Austin gets COVID. So here we have Mr. J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, now so proud of the so-called vaccination numbers, and we know it's not a vaccine, it's an experimental, unproven medical device that has emergency use authorization, that's it. It'll end up being like thalidomide, and that horrible story that was done was well, not horrible, the re results of thalidomide were horrible, that 60 Minutes, back when 60 Minutes was actually doing his job, uncovered and told the, the world about. That's what we're going to be looking at 30 years from now. I guarantee you, this is going to be looked upon as the greatest medical calamity in the history of the world, foisted upon not just innocent tens of millions of innocent Americans, but billions of people across the globe. They want to inoculate Africa. Have you noticed there has been no massive Omicron or any other Delta wave through Africa? Why is that? Why is that? Could it be, could it have something to do with maybe the amount of vitamin D in their systems? I know Africa is a big continent and there are some places that get more sun than others. But overall, Africa gets a lot of sun, right? A lot of vitamin D, a lot of natural vitamin D. We know now, and I knew intrinsically back in March of 2020, I'm a vitamin D person. I'm a vitamin C person, even over vitamin D, but I take vitamin D for other reasons. I believe in vitamin D. And back in March of 2020, I knew vitamin D was going to be an essential element to keep me healthy and keep me from getting... Omicron, or Delta, or whatever Fauci is throwing at us. Well, there's a new one out there. I'll get to that in a minute. But we now know that vitamin D, if you have a certain level of vitamin D in your system, you're not going to get sick, or you're not going to get very sick from Corona, from COVID. You hear fat man talking about this? I'm not supposed to say that. I'm sorry. Do you hear weight challenged Pritzker saying that? You say, do you, do, you, do you hear heavy Pritzker? Heavy. You know, like in the air traffic controllers? Uh, Delta 619 heavy. He's coming in for a landing. Roll tape. We are the leader among the most populous states in the nation in 5 to 11-year-old vaccinations since... Stop tape. Do you know across the country, hundreds of schools are shutting down again because of the Omicron? They're completely ignoring the facts. And Pfizer is now saying, hey, yeah, go ahead and boost your six-year-old. Go ahead and jab your six-year-old and boost your six-year-old. Or is it 11-year-old? I don't know. what. The, does it matter? Every time I get one of these notices that, oh, the FDA has approved or the CDC has approved, I just roll my eyes. This is a fait accompli. It's part of the script. Of course they're going to approve it for 11-year-olds. A boost a jab and then a boost. But the dirty little secret is we're getting a small sliver of the truth about what the FDA and the CDC knew from the beginning vis-a-vis -vis Pfizer and its jab through FOIA requests. And we now know the truth. And that is Pfizer during its trials admitted in the paperwork 
that there, the sample size wasn't big enough or significant enough. And of course, they didn't do it over enough time. Duh. How can you do a year-long, two-year-long, or three-year-long study in two months? That's, that's what we did here. Operation Warp Speed did its job. Brought them to market quick. Great. God bless you. But they weren't truthful. They being Pfizer, aka CDC, aka FDA, about the potential side effects. And myocarditis, I know I mispronounce that every time, the heart problems, especially affecting young people. And so Pfizer, now we know through the FOIA request, told the FDA that the sample size wasn't sufficient or the sample itself wasn't sufficient for them to reach a conclusion regarding these heart problems over time. And that they instead would figure out these heart problems over time by studying the volunteers in our society who are getting the experimental jabs. Who are the volunteers in our society? That would be the children. That would be the school children in California who are being told, you can't go to class unless you've had one of the jabs. This is Joseph Mengele stuff. And Fauci's out there continuing the Joseph Mengele stuff. Yeah, you got to go out there and get jabbed. And if you're not jabbed, you shouldn't spend time with somebody at close quarters. This is insanity. This is absolute insanity. This is how you destroy a person. This is how you destroy a community. This is how you destroy a culture. This is how you destroy a nation. Yet here we are. And there are deep, deep political roots to all this. And so Pritzker's out there bragging, all these elderly people got jabbed. We know why the elderly got jabbed. Number one, they figure they're 70, 80 years old. What difference is it going to make? They're not going to be around 40 years from now, right? What difference does it make if it sterilizes you? They're beyond childbearing years. They're taking calculated risks. Old people don't want to get sick because if they get sick, it's harder for them to recover. So it's a calculation here. It's a calculated risk, even though a lot of these elderly people knew the risk, right? A lot of these elderly people don't want to end up in a nursing home. A lot of these elderly people want to be able to see their grandchildren, want to fly on an airplane, want to go on a cruise. So they gamble. That's why the elderly vaccination so-called rate is so high, J.B. Pritzker. It's not because of you. Roll tape. ...since the moment the FDA authorized them. And we have been leading all of our neighboring states in keeping people alive and out of the hospital despite the Omicron... Stop tape. The hospitals. The dirty secret about the hospitals. This is the greatest folly, the greatest abdication of duty of the mainstream media in our lifetimes, probably in the history of this republic, maybe the history of the world. The mainstream media are not reporting the truth. And the truth is, COVID patients, jabbed or unjabbed, check into the hospital and many of them don't check out. Why? Because of the protocols that are being used in these hospitals. And I'm talking hospitals coast to coast. And I'm talking hospitals in red states and in blue states. This is not being reported in the mainstream media. That largely what happens when you're a COVID patient, 
This is why I have strict orders. If I get COVID and I'm sick and I'm delirious or something, do not put me in a hospital. Because there, are a, there is a protocol that's being followed in hospitals across the country that they effectively allow the COVID patient to get worse. They don't do very much for them. If your natural antibodies tackle the COVID, great. Lucky for you, you might get out of the hospital. If they don't, then you worsen. And then they start starving you, literally starving your body of nutrition, but also much needed drugs, fluids and things like that. And then they say, oh, look at that. He's not doing very well. Well, we better uh, put him on the government improved uh, uh, medication. So we'll get more money from the federal government because we're using the government approved medication. Oh, the government approved medication's not working. Well, I guess we'll have to snake a tube down their throat because the government will give us even more money if we snake a tube down their throat. So the government gives more money if they're a COVID patient. That's why they're testing everybody in the hospital. Who cares if they have COVID in the hospital if they're there for a broken leg? Well, no, 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 no. We're going to test you for COVID while you're there for your broken leg. Oh, you test positive, ah, we get more money. And maybe we'll admit you and we'll get even more money. You'll be our cash cow. So they get more money if they test positive for COVID. They get even more money if they can somehow figure out a way to make them sicker and infuse the government approved medicine in them. And then because we know that doesn't work, many times the people just continue to get worse and then they snake a tube down their throat and that increases the likelihood of them dying. Ipso facto, more money for the hospital. They don't care whether that person lives or not. They don't care whether that person lives or dies. Is J.B. Pritzker reporting this? Is he talking about this at all? Is anybody in the mainstream media talking about this? This is not stuff I'm making up. You can verify what I'm talking about. You can verify it with stories, not in the mainstream media, but in the free media, you and me, they're out there. Hundreds, thousands of stories like this, not reported in the mainstream media and not reported by Mr. Slender, governor of Illinois, roll tape. On variant rapidly spreading across the nation. Nevertheless, I wish I had better news to deliver about our- Stop tape, by the way, I wanna remind you, they stop the elective surgeries in these hospitals because, again, they get more money from the government with the COVID patients. It's not like they're saying, oh gosh, there's such a surge. We've got to make room for these COVID patients. No, they want the COVID patients. Forget the elective surgeries. They don't pay as much. They're not getting government money from the elective surgeries. Well, they actually are through Obamacare. But that's why they halt the elective surgeries, because they want to do more and more and more COVID. Roll tape. Progress against Omicron. Unfortunately, we are reaching all-time record numbers of cases and surging hospitalizations, so we must approach this first several weeks of January. Stop tape. No mention whatsoever of the truth about COVID. No mention whatsoever about, yeah, the cases are spiking, but who cares? I just, it's so mind-boggling to me 
that we've never seen a governor come out and talk about the flu like this. What's the survival rate of the flu? It's about 99%. What's the survival rate of COVID? About 98.5, close to 99%. So why is Mr. Slender here out talking about the COVID Omicron numbers? Why? Well, we know the reason. The reason is to sustain the fear. The reason is to sustain the, quote, emergency. As long as politically possible. Straight on through into spring, straight on through into summer, and into the fall through November 8th. Why November 8th, Grammy? The reason November 8th is because that's election day. And if they can stretch this thing out to, oh, June, July, that's when they start, you know, thinking about putting up the ballots and mailing things out and what are we going to do and blah, blah, blah. And by the way, they take um, the summer break, so they got to get going in June and July and figure this out, right? Because September comes fast and September's too late, especially when you have mail-in ballots start coming in in September in some states, early voting, because they want to have an all-mail-in election again. Why? To cheat. That's why. The Senate is in peril. The House is in peril. They have a lot of cheating to do. And so these blue states in particular, Mr. Slender here is a key player in all this. Illinois is a, is a key state in all this. Remember, Illinois is you know, largely, of course, Chicago. And unfortunately, Chicago leans Marxist Democrat. But outside of Chicago, it's not that way. Sort of like California. You know, the, the coastal area has been taken over by the Marxists, but the Central Valley still has a certain regions where they're conservative, although the redistricting maybe has blown all that up. Roll tape. January, with a good deal of caution. At a time when some have chosen to politicize vaccinations as a way... Stop the tape. That's exactly what Slender Boy is doing here. That's exactly what he's doing. He is politicizing this. He is demonizing the unvaccinated. So-called. It's not a vaccine. Why, why do this? Why create two tiers, two classes of Americans? Is it just to, because it's part of the formula of the Marxist playbook? Is it that simple? Or is it even more politically nefarious? Well, I believe it's partly that, because it does fit into the Marxist playbook, but largely, if you think about it, New York, for example, where they said, hey, you got to have a jab in order for you to go into that high rise and work. Well, they know that it has fallen down political lines and that largely Democrats have shut up, lined up blindly like sheep and gotten the jab. And that X percent of Republicans, a.k.a. Trump supporters, a.k.a. constitutionalists, a.k.a. people with a brain, have said no to the jab. So if you take away that ability of that person to go into the high rise and work and earn a living, what are you also doing simultaneously? You're harming that person's ability to live their life. They may have to give up their job. They may have to give up their career. They have to give up their money. They have to give up their house. They go bankrupt. They get into financial trouble. Then what else happens come election time? They don't donate to their favorite Republican senator. 
or a Republican senator who's running for election against a Democrat that needs to be defeated, or a Republican House of Representatives that needs to defeat a Democrat so the Republicans can take over in 2022. You see how this trickles down? It is deep. It is disgusting. It is the greatest political catastrophe to ever be imposed on this republic. And it's all in the name of a phony government lie telling the American people that COVID is going to kill you when 98.5% of the time or more, it's not. Roll tape. Illinois state government is focusing on science as we have. Stop tape. So if we're focusing on science, why aren't you telling people to go live their lives because this thing has a 98.5% survival rate? Why aren't you talking about how kids should be in school without a mask? Because even if they get sick, they don't show any signs of getting sick. They're living their lives. Kids are almost immune. The research has pro proven. The kids are almost immune, naturally inoculated. I don't know what, there's something going on among human beings who are under the age of 18 where a very, very, very few percentage gets sick and a very, very few percentage of that percentage gets very sick. And only a handful have died. Of course, they had comorbidities. We don't want to lose any children. But it happens in the flu season as well. That's the science. That is the science. The science is what should be going on in Illinois, similar to what's going on in Florida. That's science. Hey, you want to wear a mask? Knock yourself out. I think it's great mask wearing is now, when you're in a state like Florida, because then you can tell the Trump voters from the Biden voters. Roll tape. Stop tape. You know, in 2020, we know the vaccines don't work. And he's lying through his teeth about the vaccines. Study after study after study is showing that the majority of the cases of Omicron, just Omicron, the recent Omicron, and we knew it with Delta as well, COVID all, overall, the majority of the cases are vaccinated. So the vaccinated are getting sick. The vaccinated are getting Omicron. He's not telling you that. In 2020, the FDA said, hey, we're not going to approve any vaccine that doesn't have a higher than a 50% inoculation rate. This one, overall, these vaccines combined, so-called, these so-called vaccines, 37%. So that's where we are. 37% inoculation rate. Prisker, like all the other Marxists out there, including Joe Biden, trying to scare the American people about the so-called unvaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, or however this slender man wants to put it. Pushing the unvaccinated to get the so-called jab. It's a lie. It's an outright lie. The unvaccinated are not filling up the hospitals. There are just as many vaccinated, so-called, as there are unvaccinated. They're trying to scare you. But let me give you some perspective on this. And then I gotta go to a break. The perspective is this. 
If you haven't gotten the jab, good for you. For those of you who have gotten the jab, look, you made a mistake and you know you made a mistake. But there are remedies out there and I want to help you with that. I don't want to shame you. Just like Prisker is trying to shame the unvaccinated into getting a vaccine, I'm not trying to shame you because you've had the vaccine. You made a mistake. You made a mistake for a whole host of reasons. You made a mistake affecting your body. You made a mistake because the research was done using baby body parts. You made a mistake. But if you haven't gotten the jab, God bless you. You are strong. You are a strong individual. We want you on the front line in this war to take back our republic from the Marxists like J.B. Pritzker. We want you dead center in this effort to put this republic back on the constitutional rails. You are winning and you're driving people like Pritzker crazy. God bless you. Keep up the good work. But we have a lot of, lot of work to do because we're still in the middle of this crisis. And the crisis isn't COVID. The crisis is the government response to COVID. We're right in the middle of it. This is a war. This is our Pearl Harbor. And so we have to use all the tools, be very, very educated about this, and be very, very pragmatic about it in terms of how this fits into the larger effort to take back this republic. And I think that COVID should and could be the turning point in this republic, whether we turn even more Marxist or we turn back to the Constitution. I'm going to take a short break. A very important one-minute announcement. Roll tape. The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter Ledger in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833-425-7246. 833-425-7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting MyPillow, Relief Factor, and The Ledger Report. scale restaurants to neighborhood coffee shops. The winter COVID surge is hitting San Diego's restaurant industry hard. ABC 10 News reporter John Horn has the once unthinkable measures being taken across the county. Yeah, we're close already. I'm so sorry. Iran Ariano delivered this unfortunate news just after 2 p.m. Monday. Golden Hills Krakatoa coffee shop was shutting its doors early. Yeah, I had no idea. I had to put signs outside everywhere. An even bigger change comes Wednesday and Thursday when the coffee shop will close those days due to staffing shortages related to the COVID outbreak. Emotionally, I'm okay, but physically, I'm a little tired. Um, I feel like I've worked so much within the last days to not even like weeks just because it's so recent. The spread of the Omicron variant has hit San Diego restaurants, coffee shops and bars especially hard over the holidays. Staff are calling out in big numbers due to possible exposure, a positive test or simply not feeling well. 
In La Jolla, Piatti Restaurant canceled New Year's Eve reservations and plans to reopen on Wednesday. A few blocks away, the famous Marine Room closed New Year's Day with plans not to reopen until the 12th. In Kensington, Cucina Sorella temporarily shuttered last week after some employees tested positive, but expects to reopen Wednesday. We've had to make decisions that we never anticipated making before you'd sort of just power through and you know you work longer hours you give people overtime you work extra days. Executive chef Tim Kalenko says this era has forced the kinds of decisions no business owner wants to make such as temporarily closing. John Horn ABC 10 News. In addition to the COVID concerns, there are also fewer San Diegans working in restaurants and bars. Employment in the field is down about 10% from pre-pandemic levels. So they've completely lost their minds in California, even in San Diego. San Diego used to be the bastion of conservative think and of reliable GOP votes. Forget it, it's gone. It's off the rails, just like Los Angeles, just like San Francisco. People are wound up. It's not just the restaurants closing and businesses closing because of the Omicron variant being out there. It's because people believe they're getting Omicron or they will get Omicron. They have the slightest cold and they think they have COVID and they isolate for two weeks. That's the mentality in California. People running around wearing masks everywhere. That's the mentality in California. They're scared to death. They have given up their liberty in order to have some sort of false sense of security over COVID. Here's a bulletin for California. Politicians, AKA mankind, can do nothing to mitigate the spread of a virus and neither can you. You can take some precautions, you can wash your hands, you can stay clean, you can take some vitamin D like I do and vitamin C, but you're not gonna overall do anything to stop a spread. A virus is going to do what a virus is going to do, and mankind needs to do what mankind needs to do. Instead, we have this 100% political response to COVID. And we know that the facts are being covered up. We know that the FDA and the CDC do not want you to know the truth. For example, this FOIA request and this partial response that we've gotten, just the tip of the iceberg, about the Pfizer, not trials, unless they're, I guess you can consider once they started jabbing Americans, it's a human trial. It's an involuntary trial. But 90 days into the emergency use of the Pfizer vaccine, they issued a report to the federal government, the FDA. And in this report, over 90 days, they had 42,000 case reports. These are adverse effects, severe ones, enough to be reported. 42,000 over 90 days, more than 1,200 deaths from the Pfizer vaccine. Where was this reported in the mainstream media? Hmm? I want to get to the current numbers from the VARS reporting system, VARS VARS reporting system, in just a moment. But I want to run through just a couple of reminders here that this is a respiratory illness. And most of the time, doctors and hospitals come up with some sort of protocol at home for you to remedy the respiratory virus. Why hasn't there been any? Why has there been just simply hand-wringing and shelter-in-place? 
Why hasn't this information on vitamin D been widely distributed by the hospitals and the doctors and the mainstream media? Vitamin D, I hate to talk about vitamin D a lot, but I do, because it might be the key ingredient to keep Americans from suffering from COVID. It's as simple as going down to the grocery store and buying vitamin D and taking a couple of pills. I also want to remind you that the monoclonal antibodies, we stockpiled 500 million doses in this country. I think largely under President Trump. Yet, did you know that? Do you know how to access them? You sure know how to get a jab. There's billboards, there's commercials, there's radio ads, everything. Social media. But nothing about these 500 million doses of the antibodies. Why? Why is it only Governor DeSantis in Florida begging the federal government to loosen up the stockpile and make it easier for Floridians to get these monoclonal antibodies? Why is that? Did you know that the U.S. stockpiled ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine? Did you know that? We did under President Trump. Where is that now? Why can't we access it now? Why are Hospitals denying ivermectin. Why are CVS and these other large chains, I think Walgreens is the exception, but it kind of depends on the pharmacist. Why is there pushback to prescribing, not prescribing, but filling the prescriptions at these pharmacies of ivermectin? The doctors that are brave enough apparently to write the prescription for ivermectin, half the pharmacies won't fill it. Why? Is the media reporting that? Is the media reporting this? This is the latest numbers from Vares Vars. We have crossed one million adverse reported effects. This is through Christmas Eve, by the way, not even up to date. But through Christmas Eve, we crossed the one million threshold of adverse event reports. And of those one million, I presume, 21,000 are dead. So 1 million overall reports, 21,000 dead. And if we apply the 1% rule, as we know the historic reporting factor on Vars Vars is 1%, that means that it's 100 million adverse events. How can it be that big, Graham? Because they're not only metting out the vaccine, so-called, but they're meddling out boosters. So there's more than 1 million reported. Actual number could be as high as 100 million. 100 million adverse events. And since the number was 21,000 dead reported, what's the real number? Well, you can do the math. 2 million. Oh, but they've... they've They've inoculated all the t tens of millions of Americans. Only two million dead. Really? Is that what we've come to as a society now? Forget about the individual. It's all about the collective. Straight out of the Marxist playbook. When I come back, I want to give you a little bit of hope of how we win this battle because there is some proof that we can win it. Some rays of hope in all of this gloom out there and the government response of COVID. But first, a very important one-minute announcement. Roll tape.
Attention! Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer after using Zantac or other heartburn medications for several months? You may be entitled to compensation. Call Zantac Justice now for a free legal case review. The FDA has warned that Zantac and other medications containing heartburn drug ranitidine may be contaminated with cancer-causing agent NDMA. Consult your physician prior to discontinuing any use of medication. Please call 800-868-3048. Attention, this is an important message for anyone diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma after being exposed to Roundup or other weed killers. In 2015, the Internal Agency for Research on Cancer warned that overexposure to Roundup and other weed killers may increase the risk of developing non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. After losing a number of court cases, the maker of Roundup recently announced that a global settlement had been reached and agreed to pay over $10 billion to resolve pending cases. Please call 800-376-1935. Forty-six. Forty-six mutations is the, the latest variant that's out there that, that Dr. Fauci is just rubbing his hands over. This thing was found in uh, France. I guess it somehow made its way to France from Africa, some part of Africa, and it's got 46 mutations. Oh, boy. Can't wait to uh, see Fauci weigh in on this one. Forty-six different ways to attack the constitutional rights of 35 million Americans. We can win this war, and you can win by just saying no. Even if you had the jab, find ways and places and moments to say no. Uh, if you had the jab and they wanted you to get a boost, forget it. This thing hopefully will work its way through your system, and you'll be clean at some point. God, I hope so, because there are many friends of mine and family members who have gotten the jab, despite my pleas not to do so. So I hope the best for all of you. So just, there are ways to say no. Texas, this is how we win. Texas is saying no to this ridiculous and unconstitutional and anti-human right, really, vaccine so-called mandate from Joe Biden. They're saying to forget it. They joined six other states and saying, hey, you're not gonna force our National Guard people to get, quote, the vaccine. It's not going to happen in our watch. So this is how we win. Here's another way how we win. Hospitals are now rehiring the people they fired because they refused to get the jab. How good is that? We're winning. You stand strong. And we can win this short-term battle against the government response to COVID. Because remember, as I said at the onset, this government response to the COVID and the forced vaccinations, it is the greatest medical, greatest political, and greatest, right, greatest human rights catastrophe ever foisted upon the American people and quite possibly the people of the world. This edition of The Ledger Report is on its way to the Archives Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.